Hi, and welcome to our podcast. Today we're focused on the utility market, a market which could use some rebooting in 2017. I'm Kathy Zip, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. And to learn more about the market and how one manufacturer is adjusting to the needs of the utility sector, we're speaking with Todd Owen, Director and General Manager of Omco Solar. So thanks for being with us, Todd. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm, I'm happy to speak with you. So maybe a good place to start is if you could tell us about Omco Solar and its role in the industry, especially as it relates to our audience of utility solar contractors. Omco has been a contract manufacturer of various metal components for a variety of industries for over 60 years. And we have manufacturing facilities in four states that gives us a coastal footprint, uh, core processes of rule forming, welded to production, stamping, and value engineering. We do continue to grow in other capacities and offerings. Our solar division is the largest manufacturer of custom solar mounting structures for the utility sector, and we have over 7 gigawatts of steel uh, parts, components, and assemblies produced to this date. Now, historically, we've always manufactured, giving engineering support of all structures specific to our customer-owned designs, and in doing so, we've created a strong and respected name in the, in the solar industry of manufacturing with, with that business model. So just to be clear, if, if a developer needs some custom solar racking, are they going directly to you? We are the racking manufacturer. Our current customer base consists of developers, organizations that own the IP of a individual design or uh, several designs being fixed tilt or tracker. We work with the EPC groups, developers, integrators, a variety of the market. Okay, wonderful. I know that Omco has worked on utility projects globally. So I'm wondering, from that unique perspective, how you see the U.S. utility market, especially this year in 2017, and then being familiar with those other international solar markets, what is your perspective there? Internationally, the prospective solar growth companies of focus, it tends to have evolved. Early on, or several years ago, there were various political reasons that caused some delays in these focus markets, and it eventually led to the rearranging of forecasting of what we consider our top solar regions around the world. And then additionally, other factors arose that changed the near future growth of solar demand in those prospective regions. These are things such as uh, supply chain availability, required skill sets often played a role in the viability of solar development. And these are just a few factors that contribute to making global solar industry very challenging to forecast. Now, as you asked, in, in the U.S. specifically, I think that 2016 was a major transitional year for all participants as the priority of schedules for utility projects became a little uncertain, driven mainly by what people consider to be a surprise with the ITC legislation. Definitely. <laughs> Well, I work closer with utility projects, as you mentioned, and uh, I believe 2017 to be uh, just as challenging in that, in that schedule and in forecasting as previous years. Seeing how the major players in the industry spread out their resources more globally due to the removal of the previous completion deadline that was required for those tax incentives. I mean, now OEMs and developers have really taken the time to reprioritize, and that's caused some changes in the U.S. immediate pr 
project demand. I mean, you have to consider the lengthy sales cycle of any solar project. Uh, project bidding was down prior to the ITC extension passing in Congress, done through the omnibus bill. But once it passed, project bidding spiked again. And with that previously mentioned lengthy sales cycle time, I think it's really 2018 that'll be the year for shovel-ready solar growth that exceeds the analyst expectations. And even with that being said, projects in the U.S. still obviously need to continue to evolve to uh, cut costs and remain competitive without these subsidies. That's what AMCO is really trying to do with our unique new enterprise. So maybe you can talk a little bit more about that based on what you just discussed. How is AMCO switching gears to adapt to the market and better serve the utility solar contractors? As mentioned earlier, AMCO has always manufactured structural balance of system, the racking for our customers, which is a customer base of almost all the major players in the industry. And we've spent years providing engineering support to achieve the best possible product at the lowest cost. But, you know, at some point, you have to take a step back and acknowledge that you can only squeeze so many pennies out of these structures while maintaining code compliance. And it's it's really at that time where you must revisit the current structure of the market as a whole. And this month, right now, AMCO is actually unveiling the first of our proprietary innovative racking systems. So we're vertically integrating the structural balance of system to be a supplier manufacturer. We have the internal capabilities to provide structural analysis for each individual job site and its respective requirements. And we've created these these product lines through a great deal of due diligence. We're understanding what the job site needs to become more price competitive. And we created what I believe truly the designs to be quite innovative for the purpose of reducing cost of the structure assembly, the module installation, and we've staffed accordingly to provide the structural requirement analysis. And the due diligence there also allows our our tooling and, and capabilities to accommodate all job sites without having any delays or additional capital investments for tooling and machinery. And and we're doing that at all four locations to also add some logistical values. What about from the solar development process? Are there changes in how that's occurring and can maybe the, the whole industry benefit from changes in that process? It's all about educating for project bidding and project scheduling. You know, the cost of job site construction has many factors, as you know, and no one can argue that there are so many unknowns right from the beginning of the project. But what we can do is save a tremendous amount of cost and time by properly introducing the participants of this project right from the beginning, you know, knowing the features, the benefits, the values of all of the facets that contractors will be working with right from the start. That can reduce costs associated with these certain unknowns. And at the same time, it'll better dial in the required headcount, training requirements, labor hours for that project. Um, So much of the field installation should be relatively redundant. And with an innovative system, which is something we really strive to, to achieve here, it can be greatly simplified. 
I mean, if we can educate participants on the features of each structure, as well as show the actual time studies and provide hands-on demonstrations, I, I think we should anticipate more competitive and realistic project costs that they, sh- they should also contribute to achieving or even exceeding the, the target completion dates. Well, that would be a good thing, definitely. <laughs> so I know that Omco, just like many other solar companies, is very passionate about what's happening in solar on the, on the federal level. There's a, a lot going on there. So what are your thoughts on how political changes might affect the industry? The million-dollar question right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, there, there are concerns about the impact on a federal level based on Trump's campaign that boasted fossil fuel job creation, and, and even more recently with his cabinet appointments. But I still don't think that there is cause for panic for several reasons. I mean, aside from the fact that Trump has not provided any real clear detail on plans that are specific to the solar industry in the United States, I, I do believe that Trump will repeal the clean power plan. However, the falling costs of solar parlayed with his promise to reduce these regulatory issues, that combined should allow for prosperous evolution of, of uh, solar demand. Speaking of the CPP, solar success lies more with its ability to be cost competitive with conventional energy. Right. And it's not just an environmental effort. And, and these factors, when combined with the unparalleled job creation that solar uh, has shown and proven specifically over the last few years. It's those factors that why I believe that we as an industry shouldn't worry so much uh, about the new administration's impact on the solar market in the States. Right. Hopefully as an industry by now we can stand on our own if we have to. Well, I think so. And I, I think we're going to fair shake just as a uh, other energy divisions have, and I think the step down is fair. And at the rate we're going, we, I think before the final expiration, after the downtick of the ITC, if we follow parallel path with the with the last five seven years, we should be there is a viable decision. Well, thank you for all your insight, Todd and. Maybe it'd be good to end by saying where people can get a first-hand look at some of the new structures. Starting in February, AMCO is deploying what we call the AMCO Roadshow, and it's going to be out visiting developers and EPCs, construction firms uh, all over the country. And the, the Roadshow, what it is, is a, a very cool customized trailer that showcases uh, our racking system and all of the benefits of the AMCO mounting structures. It's complete with hands-on demonstrations that are coupled with software-based metrics. And, and they immediately provide job site headcount requirements, field costs, daily installation velocity, and much more. And then uh, actually going back to the education comment I made earlier, we've also recently launched what we call Omco Racking University. And this is a free training that we have at our Sandbox demo site. That's our test site. We call it the Sandbox. It's here in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's at that location where installers have hands-on ability to actually construct these demo structures with the input of 
our project engineers and, and product managers, and we're there to answer any questions that might arise. Again, that goes back to once people know what they're getting into, we can bid that particular structure fairly. It's a full-day curriculum we offer to any participants in the solar industry, and we hope people take advantage of it. Wonderful. So people can go online and see what the schedule for that is? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Amcoracking.com, and it will tell you where we're going to be, and they can simply put in their information, and we'll happily bring our fancy trailer right over to your parking lot. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Todd. I appreciate you being here. Well, thank you very much for the opportunity. And thanks to our audience for tuning in.